Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. I'm Joy Dooling, and you are listening to the Joy of Membership podcast. This podcast is for membership leaders. So we talk about strategies for attracting, engaging, and retaining members. But that's not entirely the focus of the show, because let's be honest here, there is no shortage of advice out there on best practices in membership. What we need to talk about is how to actually make those things possible in the real world, how to be absolutely sure that growth practices are going to stick, how to make those things easier, more consistent, and even automatic in some cases. Sound good? Then stick around because we're about to jump into it. Hey there, Joy Dooling here, host of the Joy of Membership podcast. Welcome to this week's show. I just realized right before I hit the record button that this is going to be episode 75. You know, time just flies. And I can certainly say that I've learned a lot about producing this show over the last year and a half. If you've been with me since the beginning, I'm sure you've noticed the evolution over time. Practice might not make perfect because I will never claim that every episode I produce is perfect, but hopefully we've advanced here a bit since episode one. Today, I'd like to spend some time talking with you about what happens when new members join. It's a critical point in the member journey, don't you think? It's not only a point in time that you can never recreate again, but it's also the first chance that you have to show a new member that joining is going to be worth it. After all, you made some promises to them in your sales copy. They read through the sign-up page on your website, or maybe they reviewed a brochure, or they heard an ambassador from your organization speaking about what your organization does. So they're coming in with some expectations. And whether they are conscious that they are doing it or not, they start making immediate judgments about whether your membership is what you've said it is. Now, I often ask clients about their new member onboarding process as part of the work that I'm doing to either prepare their journey care account or maybe as part of a member experience design session. More often than not, the client's response is that new members receive a welcome message either via email if it's an online process or via snail mail if it's a paper-driven process. There is commonly a receipt thrown in somewhere and the member will get access to a members-only area if one exists. However, beyond that, there's typically not much attention given or creativity involved in new member onboarding. So today, I want to share a few ideas for things you could be doing. I'm not saying you have to do all of these, but you certainly could. And adopting some of these will provide a far better onboarding experience than just having a plain old welcome email. So the first thing that you could integrate into your member onboarding experience is to provide access to a newcomer's area. 
Now, you probably have a regular members-only area on your website. But in addition to that, you could also have a newcomers area or a start here page, and someone could automatically receive access to that for a time-limited period, perhaps 30 to 90 days. And in this area, you could address frequently asked questions like how to access various member benefits, who to contact for different purposes, ambassador assignments or special events that might be coming up that would be of specific interest to them as new members. Just lots of things that you can build into that dedicated place for just new members. It keeps top of mind that you have this group of people with whom you should be communicating and who should have a special kind of experience rather than just throwing them in with the general members and having them experience the same thing that a member experiences who's been with you for five years. The second thing that you could build in as part of your new member onboarding process is to give them something to do immediately. Now, the task that you ask them to do should be quick and easy so that it's something that they can do right away. It might be something as simple as log in and check your membership profile and see if there are any updates that you might want to make to that. Or it could be come on into our private group and tell us about yourself and why you joined. Or if you didn't ask about the new member's interests as part of their membership application, you might ask them to fill out a quick form that indicates their goals for the year ahead and what committees or interest groups they'd most be interested in connecting with. The third thing that you could weave into your member onboarding experience is to cue them up to receive a pre-planned welcome series. Getting started with a new membership organization, especially if yours has a lot of historical materials or an expansive array of benefits, can be overwhelming. Even if the new member is initially excited about what it all sounds like on the website, once they log in, they can quickly become lost and overwhelmed. Sending a series of well-planned emails can be super helpful. You'll want to highlight the benefits that are most likely to bring quick wins and weave in some success stories from members who were also new in the not-too-distant past. What you're aiming for here is for the new member to be able to picture themselves in that state of success so that they feel like they are in exactly the right place and they can access exactly the right benefits to help them achieve what they're aiming for as part of your membership. The fourth thing that you can weave into your onboarding process is to mark them in some way as new. Now, typically, this is going to be in a database or however you are tracking your members overall. Hopefully, you have a database. If you're still doing this in an Excel spreadsheet, we seriously need to talk. <laughs> For my clients who use JourneyCare, I typically recommend that they tag new members for some period of time so that it's easy to follow up with them as a distinct distribution group. So 
They might have a newcomer or a new member tag, and that stays on them in their contact record for 90 days or six months or however long you want to have them distinctly flagged as new. One of the things that this will allow you to do is to interact with this group of new members as a distinct distribution group. So you might want to send a one-off email to them because something has come up that would be especially meaningful for them. Or you might want to offer an opportunity to new members that is special from what you would offer to your main distribution list. And if you have them tagged in some way and you do that right up front as part of your onboarding process, that really sets you up for success around this. And it makes it much easier to identify those people who are brand new. The fifth thing that you might want to weave into your onboarding process is quickly activating a welcoming committee or an ambassador program. Even the most warm and inviting welcome email can't possibly compare to a personal reach out from a real live human being. Now, the problem in most organizations is that they don't have processes in place to act quickly on new member signups. If you do have a membership committee or an ambassador program, this is one of the things that they could be doing for your organization. You simply have to make it part of your onboarding sequence. You could also have this done by members of a work group or a committee that the new member had expressed interest in joining. Assuming again that you inquired about that as part of the joining process, or if you have the new member quickly complete an interest form once they've joined, then you'll know exactly which committees or work groups to connect them up with. And one of those committee members can send a quick email or make a phone call or drop a quick text. And those member-to-member interactions are much more impactful than just a general welcome email that is sent automatically from your membership software. The sixth idea I will give you, and the last one for this episode, is to have something you can invite them to. You know, this is one of the tips that I give to my clients quite often is that you should always have something that you can invite people to. One of the things that makes a membership really sticky in that members come and they stick <laughs> is when they make friends. When you have friends in a membership organization, you're much more likely to stick around in that organization. So to the extent that you can build in opportunities for members to make friends, that will go a long way toward giving them a great experience and having them get engaged and stick around. So from day one, you should be thinking about how you can connect new members with current members and helping them make connections around shared interests, shared goals. And that can go just a long way toward helping the member have a great onboarding experience. This could be a newcomer's orientation, Zoom happy hours, a monthly membership meeting, 
maybe a book discussion group or industry roundtable. These can all be great opportunities to connect new members in with others. Now, just be sure to personalize the email to the new member so that it doesn't come across as just a regular email blast. For a new member, you might want to provide some extra context, like, hey, Rebecca, as someone who just joined us, I thought you'd be particularly interested in this. The topics in this series have been fantastic. I'll be there and would love to see you. Flag me down when you arrive or say hello in the chat when you hop on. Just these simple steps can make a huge difference in how connected a new member feels to the organization. Now, if you've heard all of these things that I've mentioned in this episode, and doing all of this seems a little overwhelming, as in how on earth will I ever keep track of everything that needs to happen? And Joy, this all sounds great, but do you know how many new members we have coming on all the time? How are we supposed to do this? That's where software like JourneyCare comes in. Believe it or not, in just a single workflow, you can automatically do all the things I just talked about and more, including sending that initial welcome email and your payment receipt, but also queuing up a whole series of pre-planned emails that automatically drip out on whatever schedule you've defined, giving access to the regular members area, giving access to a newcomer's area, tagging them as new so that they get the invitation for your next orientation session automatically, notifying a membership chair to remind him or her to check in with the new person who's joined, adding that person automatically to distribution lists that match interests that they indicated on their application, and so on. You know, it's whatever you want to happen in order to make your new member onboarding process feel really special. You can build it all in an automation. It truly is magical. If you'd like to have a chat about how to make this a reality for your organization, let's get on a Zoom in just 30 minutes. I'm confident that I can show you how to create a more effective onboarding process so that your members get off to a great start. You can hop directly into my calendar by going to journeycare.app, that's journeycare.app, A-P-P, not .com. There, you'll see a big button at the bottom of almost every page <laughs> that says to schedule your private consultation. And when you click that button, you can see days and times that are available and you can make an appointment instantly. So that brings us a wrap on this week's episode. I hope these ideas got the wheels in your brain turning a little bit. That's always my goal when I'm creating these episodes for you. Just to get you thinking and to give you some new ideas or new perspectives that might be helpful. I will be back next Tuesday with another episode, of course. In the meantime, take care. Hey there, you made it all the way to the end. Bravo to you. I'm back in just one last time to remind you that there's a free one-page PDF available over at the website that shows you more than 20 ways that technology could be supporting your efforts to attract, engage, and retain more members. It's actually broken down into the stages of the member journey. 
so you'll know exactly where each piece fits. And everything that's on that one pager can actually be automatically done for you with software that costs less than $1,000 per year. So if you haven't already grabbed it, you can get your copy at joyofmembership.com slash tech. joyofmembership.com slash tech. T-E-C-H. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.